0: Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show.
1: Welcome back to the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. I'm Russell Vinozzi. Uh, Here talking high school football once again, we've got three teams that have punched their tickets to the Blue Cross Bowls. A number of public school teams have an opportunity to do so as well this Friday in the Division I semifinal. So we're going to talk about those games and make picks for those games. Uh, we're also going to talk to Christ Presbyterian Academy coach Engel Martin. His team is going to face Boy Buchanan next Thursday in the Division II AA Blue Cross Bowl. So excited to get to all that with you guys. First, I want to remind everybody this podcast is sponsored by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Let's bring in Ingle now, who's going to join us by video. Ingle, thanks for being here today.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: So, Ingle, familiar territory for your team, back in the Blue Cross Bowl again for the sixth straight year. Uh, Does that ever lose any luster for you, or is it just as exciting each time you get to go back with with a new team?
2: Uh, You know, I think for us, um, we always focus on the fact that, um, you know, each team's unique. And so trying to get um each team to reach whatever their potential is 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 really the coach's job and and our goal and uh this year um we felt good about uh, our team we felt good about our seniors you know got 30 kids that have been in our program for four years and um have been the the weight room with coach epps working out um getting as big and as fast and as strong as they can be and and really, this year um, we're excited to to be going back to Chattanooga, um, and I think these kids are are hungry to be there and and really looking forward to a great game.
1: I believe you said you're at school now. It looks like you've got some. It's off the screen now. But you've got some wall decorations back there. Is that a? Uh, is that yeah. is That one of your kills back there?
2: Yeah, I'm in uh, I'm in Coach Taylor's office, and uh, one of our uh, one of our coaches, Tim Schmidt, uh, needed a place for uh, his goose mount. And so coach Taylor, uh, being the kind soul that he is let coach Schmid throw it up in his office. But, uh,
1: yeah, it's, it's a nice piece of wall, wall decoration, wall art. There you go. Only in Tennessee, would you see something like that in a football coach's office? But, uh, Ingle this week is Thanksgiving week and you guys are used to practicing on this week. And then of course, no games on the division two side, just with the way the, the playoff bracket works. Um how do you guys typically typically handle this week? Uh do you have any fun traditions anything like that to sort of break things up as you're uh, sort of awaiting your next game?
2: Um no we don't have any any true traditions. Um you know this week having the uh the bye week um is just a, a week really to start introducing the opponent. Um you know we we are able to get 3 days in. Um we'll take off Thanksgiving uh and then Friday and Saturday and then come back Sunday. Um, with the game being on Thursday, that will be our Monday practice. But I think the thing that the the, the kids look forward to and the will look, look forward to the most is all of our moms will come and feed us a big breakfast one day. And and they did that Tuesday for us, Tuesday morning. So the kids got to have a huge breakfast before we went out and practiced and, and watched film. Uh, but really, it's just a great opportunity to be together uh, for another week, be thankful, um, you know, to have uh, have that time together and then, have the anticip- anticipation of really, um, you know, what the state championship week holds and what it brings. Um, and, and all the kids are really excited about that.
1: So, you guys earned that opportunity with a win last week over Franklin Road Academy. And Cruz Law had a memorable night the four touchdown runs, of course, uh, as well as making 10 tackles on defense. You've called him the best player that you've seen this year on the field in any game you've played. Um, were you glad to see that Cruz got that Mr. Football uh, finalist recognition yesterday?
2: Yeah, we, we were. Um, obviously, Cruz uh, has been working hard. Um, you know, the whole time he's been with us um, for three years, he's been one of our our most consistent players. Um, you know, he followed his brother's footstep, uh, Cade Law, who who led us to a state championship in, in 2020 as a quarterback. And uh, I think Cruz is really excited about having another week with our with our kids and in our program and. And uh, his next step is going to be join his brother in Chapel Hill. And, and I think Cruz is, is ready to, to play his best game uh, as a CPA line next week.
1: Of course, Cruz has been handling a lot of the goal line work there at running back, and he is an absolute handful to try to tackle, as we saw against uh, Franklin Road Academy. He's up to 13 rushing touchdowns now this year. But you guys have a couple of other players, uh, Ross Patterson, Joshua Maronick, who uh, handled the bulk of the carries uh, between the 20s. And uh, all three of those guys are averaging over seven yards and attempts. Uh, how valuable is it to have you know, three guys like that you can rely on to, to get yards basically whenever you need them?
2: Yeah, well, I think uh, all three of those guys will tell you uh, it starts with, um, you know, our offensive line. Um, coach Nichols, our offensive line coach, um, has done a great job of continuing to develop those kids. Um, they're uh, really playing well as a unit right now. Um, beginning of the year, we we were breaking in a lot of guys who had not played much football, and and now they've gotten 13 games behind them, and, and they're really operating at a high level. Um, and then you know to have again two of those kids are seniors, Josh and Cruz, running behind them. Uh, Josh is one of our our strongest and fastest players we've had in our program. Um, been a kid that uh, anytime his his name has been called, has done a great job for us. Uh, and then Rawls is, is a sophomore, and uh, Rawls is is one of those guys that just loves playing the game and uh, any chance he's gotten this year uh, you know, even the first game against Burnwood Academy scoring the winning touchdown uh, Rawls has been able to deliver. He's just a, a really gifted kid um, and, and he's got a great future ahead of him.
1: You beat me to my next question there, Engel on the offensive line, but of course you've got Ole Miss uh, commitment. John Wayne Oliver is an, an anchor there at tackle. Um, you said the group kind of came together uh at the beginning of the season has improved. Who are some of the other guys you've really seen step up there on the offensive line this year?
2: Well, I think uh, Boone Thompson has, has done an incredible job. Boone's a senior that um, has really stepped into that leadership role for not only the offensive line, but, but for the team, Um, Boone's done a great job. And then Brady Smith uh, is a junior started as a sophomore, pretty much played every snap on offense and defense as a sophomore, This year we've been able to give him a little bit of a break on defense, but uh, Brady's been, been playing really well. Uh, And then James Walters um, has, has come into his own playing tackle for us Um, done a really, really good job. I think his biggest um, asset is going to be just his athleticism. James is is one of our better athletes on the football team. And then Hezekiah Lee and and Preston Fanukin have both played guard and, and Preston's played some center for us, but, both of those guys are, are great athletes. Um, Hezzy, as we call him, is a sophomore uh, and has been one of our best practice players since he came last year as a freshman. And ha- he, he got his opportunity when Preston got deemed up and and has really made the most of it. But those guys are, are, are really working well. And, and, you know, we talk about blocking um, in the run game. Uh, you, you always got to add for us a tight end in there. And, and Coach Haywood, who, who coaches our tight ends and is our offensive coordinator, uh, was talking about that today with me, a kid named Will Carroll. Will started every game for us last year, started every game this year as, as our Y, which is our kind of in-line tight end. And, and Will is just one of those kids that's really an unsung hero. Um, he's one of the most selfless um, – kids that we've had in our program, again, a great athlete that could probably be playing a lot of different positions, but Will does his job and does it as well as anybody we've had play that position. And so we are, uh, we are very thankful for those guys. And, and again, um, playing up front for us is something that, that takes time. And, and those coaches coach Haywood and coach Nichols have done a great job of having time with those kids and gelling them together and, and really excited about watching them play this last game.
1: So behind that line and those tight ends, you've got quarterback Braden Streeter, a senior, having a really nice year. 1,700 passing yards, 20 touchdowns, and just three interceptions. Uh, Braden can obviously make the throws uh, when you guys need him to, but he's also kept turnovers to a minimum. Um, How important is that to have a quarterback that certainly has talent, but also does a good job of managing the game and kind of keeping uh, keeping things calm there?
2: Yeah, so so Braden. Um, again, we're we're blessed with a lot of kids that are very selfless. Um, you know, Braden very easily could could have a bad attitude right now. We had um, several passes dropped over the last couple games where where he's made uh, a great throw and and uh, and Braden just keeps coming back. Whatever's called on him, he he does it and he does it and executes very well. Um, but if if we had been you know catching some of those balls that, that that he threw he'd probably be up around 30 touchdowns this year um and then the the other part is uh his interceptions like you mentioned two of those were were on uh you know blown protections where he was getting hit and the ball kind of came out like a tip pass and so he's done a great job of making decisions uh he's done a great job of executing the offense um this year we, we've done a couple new things and, and he's handled them very well as far as how we uh, get plays called in. And um, Braden's just a kid that, that you know, his best football is ahead of him. He's continued to work and get better. And, and another one that's, you know, a great athlete, won a state championship as a lacrosse player in the spring and, and looking to do the same thing next week.
1: We've got to talk about that defense too, uh, only allowing about 10 points per game right now. And it seems like year in, year out, that is the strength of, of CPA uh, defense. You guys get it done on that side of the ball. Um, what's been the key to being so consistent defensively over the years?
2: Well, someone uh, someone else was just asking us about this, and and I really think it starts up front with our with our defensive line. Uh, Rocco Abagnaro is playing great um, at our nose position. He's uh, one of our strongest players, uh, big kid, and has really worked really hard to give himself a chance uh, to be a successful football player. And so Rocco uh, is really controlling. Um, that center and those guards, um, depending on what we call. And then Ian McGarry is a senior that's come in and uh, Ian plays with a lot of passion, a lot of energy. Um, And then Eli Dickey, a sophomore kid that that's a great athlete, but uh, all those guys with, with, you know, our defensive line coaches, coach Harris and coach Hancock, they just, those kids play hard. And that's, I think the, the, the first, Part of how our defense is being so effective when those guys do their job. Uh, our linebackers, of course, led by Cruz Law, um, those guys are able to make plays. Steel Chance is a is a junior who's just played really, really well, um, very efficient player. But the the two of them are able to go and, and pursue the ball and make plays. and And when that happens, um, Leroy Harris, who, who who plays kind of our outside linebacker, and Weston Parker, our other outside linebacker, to the field. The two of them are able to go in and and make plays when they're there, they can help in the run game, they're physical players. And then they also are athletic enough to, to affect the pass. Um, and when all those seven guys are working together, our back end and um, our secondary is able to, to have a chance to make some interceptions. And we've done a great job of creating turnovers this year um, because of the pressure that front seven puts on the offense. And so when that happens um, you got athletes like Jackson Matthews and, and Andre back there, um, Gannon Kale played a bunch against, uh, FRA last week and is again, probably one of our highest graded players. And then safety Josh Jennings and Riley Gregory have been, uh, as good as we've had that, that tandem Josh is, is one of our smartest players. He could probably play any defensive position.
1: And then Riley just shows up at any time there's a play to be made. So CPA will play Boyd Buchanan next Thursday, November 30th at 11 a.m., Eastern time at Chattanooga's Finley Stadium. That'll be to decide the Division II AA state title. And uh, Engel, doesn't matter what happens, uh, how the t kind of slices up the divisions. You guys have not been able to avoid Gary Rankin and his teams. Uh, of course, had some good battles there when he was at Alcoa uh, in some Blue Cross Bowls. Uh, you played him last year in the playoffs and his first year at Boyd Buchanan. What can you expect from from a Rankin coach team? What, what characteristics usually stand out about, about his groups?
2: Well, it's it's been fun for our coaching staff. Uh, most of us ha- have been together since uh, that 2013, the first time we played them. And so when we go back and reflect on what it was like, first thing is uh, it's going to be a physical ball game. Uh, anytime we play Coach Rankin at Alcoa or Boyd last year, it's going to be a physical football game. Those kids know how to tackle. Uh, they know how to block. Um, and then the the other thing is, uh, they don't beat themselves, and so they're not going to hand you the game on a silver platter. You're going to have to go take it from them. Obviously, uh, 2013 and 2015, they beat us and and did so kind of taking uh, the air out of the ball. You know, running it and running it very effectively. Uh, 2014, when we beat them in the state championship, it was seven to nothing. So you can imagine what kind of game that was—just a really physical defensive battle. And then last year in the playoffs, um, you know, they came in and again, took the air out of the ball. Even though they threw it a bunch, they were very effective in how they threw it, and they were able to, to to maintain possession. The Defensively, their kids play hard, and they run to the ball and tackle. And so you add up all those elements with a great coaching staff and really good players, it's going to be a fun game next week.
1: That's right. Should be a fun battle to watch there. Engel, we appreciate the time. Happy Thanksgiving, and, and good yeah. luck next week.
2: Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Russell.
1: All right, that has been Christ Presbyterian Academy football coach, Ingle Martin, kind enough to give some of his time to the show this week, and we appreciate that. We're going to take a quick break now and then come back with some storylines for the fourth round of the playoffs.
0: It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good.
1: After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal.
2: Hey. I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor.
0: As an All-State agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Macon Bank & Trust Company is a proud supporter of the Gallatin Green Wave. For over 100 years, Macon Bank & Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goals. We are local people with local decision-making and ready to serve you. Don't let pain keep you from doing the things you love. With our world-class physicians, Houston Clinic Orthopedics will have you back enjoying your life in no time. From ortho care to physical therapy and more, visit our website to book an appointment. Houston Clinic Orthopedics, when experience matters.
2: Craving the juiciest, most delicious burgers in Dixon? Look no further. Luke's Burgers and Breakfast has got you covered. Whether you're in the mood for a mouth-watering cheeseburger or a breakfast burrito, we have it all. Our secret? Only the freshest ingredients, cooked to perfection every time. So, why settle for ordinary when you can have extraordinary? Come on down to Luke's Burgers and Breakfast, where every bite is an experience.
1: Let's dive into some storylines now, entering the fourth round of the playoffs, the semi-final round in Division I, uh, Black Friday. It doesn't get a whole lot more exciting than that it, for high school football in Tennessee. Uh, let's start, though, with the teams that have already clinched Blue Cross Bowl burst. These are Division Two teams, and there are three of them, like we mentioned at the top of the show. Of course, one of those is CPA, who we just talked about extensively there with Ingle Martin. They are 12-1, and uh, Mr. Football Finalist, Cruz Law, like I said, delivered in just all around great performance in that 37 to 16 win over FRA to get the Lions back to Chattanooga. And they won the 2022 or the, excuse me, the 2020 blue cross bowl uh, over Lipscomb, but then lost in 2021 and 2022 to Lipscomb. So uh, I'm sure they're chomping at the bit to try to get a title here against Boyd Buchanan. We will see how that one shakes out. Uh, Then two other mid state teams will meet for the division two single, a blue cross bowl. And those are friendship Christian at 11 and two and Middle Tennessee Christian at twelve and one, and Middle Tennessee Christian, of course, won the regular season meeting sixteen to fourteen uh, back in September. So it should be a great ball game there as well. Uh, Tyson Walcott, Friendship Christian, having just an unbelievable senior season. He's another Mr. Football semi-finalist now. We've whittled down from the semifinalist to the finalists. He ran for six touchdowns last week to set the TWSA single season record for rushing touchdowns at fifty-two. He'll look to add on to that once they get to Chattanooga, And, of course, Friendship Christian is trying to defend its state title from last year when it beat Nashville Christian in that same game. Meanwhile, MTCS making its first trip ever to the Blue Cross Bowl, so a huge moment for that program. Running back Eli Wilson has been a big reason why they've enjoyed a lot of success this year. He's up to nearly 2,000 yards and 33 touchdowns after a big performance last week when he had 220 yards and three touchdowns in the semifinal round. So those are the division two double or division two blue cross bowls. There's also in AAA, a uh, Macaulay and Baylor there, no national area teams in that final, but should be a great matchup there between a couple of quarterbacks, both committed to Vanderbilt, Jeremy St. Hilaire at Macaulay and Whit Muschamp at Baylor. So we're looking forward to that game as well. And then a number of mid state teams can join CPA friendship, Christian and MTCS with wins this week. In fact, mathematically, as many as eight more teams from the area can get there. East Robertson is playing York Institute, so one team will be eliminated there from the Mid-State. But otherwise, we've got Giles County at Alcoa, Oakland at Bradley Central, Houston at Brentwood, Dyersburg at East Nashville, Upperman at Greenville, Southwind at Page, and Haywood at Pearl Cone. So we'll see how many of those teams are able to get through, we'll make some picks for those games in just a moment in the next segment. But Certainly a chance to have a big year in Chattanooga if uh, mid-state teams farewell this Friday in the semifinals. Lastly, I want to give a shout-out to FRA running back Ty Clark third. He announced his commitment earlier this week to Wake Forest. Had a really nice senior year, 1,800 rushing yards, 31 touchdowns. Also a Mr. Football finalist along with CPA's Cruz Law. there in Division II AA. Uh, Clark received a bunch of FCS and Group of Five offers, but last week, Wake Forest pulled the trigger uh, as his first Power 5 offer, and he's jumped on that opportunity. So really neat to see every year which seniors uh, that maybe aren't on the recruiting radar end up signing with Power 5 teams. Clark is one of those guys this year, and uh, so we congratulate him on that and look forward to seeing who else uh, will sign. Of course, the early period in December will decide a lot of that, and then several more uh, players, Division II level and NAIA levels, will sign in February. So we'll keep you covered there at MainStreetBreaks.com. But before we make picks for these uh, games coming up Friday, we're going to take another quick break. So stick around.
0: It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good.
1: After every game, we always have a few.
0: It's
2: no big deal.
1: It was no big deal.
2: Hey, I can hold my liquor. Thought I could hold my liquor.
1: Welcome to the GR group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, The GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today.
0: Founded in 2005, Pamela Witt, First Lending Solutions has a reputation of consistently offering the lowest possible rates and, above all, providing outstanding customer service. Pamela Witt, First Lending Solutions takes pride in treating our clients with honesty and integrity. We provide excellent service and experience you can trust for all your mortgage needs, proudly serving all of Tennessee. Apply today. Call Pamela Witt, First Lending Solutions, 858-518-1506, or online at www.firstlendingonline.com. NMLS number 314276, ID 135932. Tired of hanging lights every year? We get it. That's why Southern Nights is here to help. We install programmable lighting on your home or business so you can enjoy beautiful, customizable lighting all year round. No more ladders, tangled lights, or cold nights outside. We do the work you do the celebrating. Call Southern Nights today and take the hassle out of holiday lighting forever. For a free quote, give us a call at 931-241-3074 or visit our Facebook page at Southern Nights.
1: Welcome back to the main street preps high school football preview show. It's now time to make predictions for some of this week's top games. Last week, I was able to go nine and one. The only game I missed out on was picking Smith County over East Robertson. So sorry there to East Robertson. They were able to prove me wrong and get to the state semifinals for the first time in their program's history. Now looking to keep that going and try to get to the blue cross Bowl state championship game for the first time ever. But for the season, I'm 103 and 37. So again, Below my standards, but hey, we got back on track la- last week. Let's see if we can do the same thing this week. And of course, you can find our staff-wide predictions every Wednesday afternoon at MainStreetPreps.com. There you'll be able to see a wide cross-section of what everybody thinks is going to happen in these games. I've picked out five from this week that I'd like to highlight and talk about here. So let's start out with what we've deemed as the Main Street Preps Game of the Week, Southwind at Page. It's going to be Friday at 7 p.m., Uh, The Patriots can advance to their third straight Blue Cross ball with a win, but that's not going to come easy. Southwind is having an incredible season. They are 13-0, averaging more than 43 points per game. So a tough task there for Page, but if any team can handle a high-flying offense like that, it's certainly Page, which has one of the best defenses in the area, just giving up 12 points a game, and led by a Mr. Football finalist in Eric Hazard, who can get to the quarterback, cause havoc in the backfield, of course, linebacker Brendan Anes as well, uh, makes up probably the best linebacking duo in the area. So all that said, I'm giving this one to page 20 to seven over Southwind Oakland at Bradley central. And man, how about Oakland? A 56 to nothing win at Riverdale in the state semifinals after Riverdale had beaten them in the regular season by one point on a uh, last second touchdown and two point conversion pass, uh, the Patriots took out some frustration in that one. And, uh, man, you have to wonder moving forward. It's, it's difficult to bet against coach coach Kevin Creasy and his, uh, players there. Um, of course the three straight now class six, a state titles under their, under their belt, uh, looking for a fourth straight here and they've got running backs, DeJuan Morris and Ashton Jones, uh, to rely on those guys have combined for 43 rushing touchdowns. And at this point, I'm not sure, uh, how you can slow those guys down when, when they're both, uh, on their game. Bradley central though, though does counter with Tennessee commitment, boo Carter at running back. He's having a great year. Another Mr. Football semi or finalist there uh, in that classification. So uh, should be a great game. This could go either way. It is at Bradley central, which uh, you know, we'll see how Oakland handles that long road trip, but they've done that before going to Maryville and winning in the semifinals. So um, I've got to give this one to Oakland. Just, just cannot pick against them after what they did to Riverdale last week. So, Oakland 27, Bradley central 21 is my prediction there. Houston at Brentwood. Is that up next? And this one is a toss up, you know, Brentwood is still unbeaten at 13 0 but they've had a couple of close calls, uh, especially in the first half of games here in the playoffs. And if the Bruins can pull this one out, uh, it's going to be on the back of their defense and quarterback Baylor Hayes connecting with playmakers like Clayton Merrill, Matthew Manning, Houston uh, is going to be a tough out though. And we'll see how they're able to handle them, but uh, for now, we've got Brentwood 24, Houston 21, Dyersburg at East Nashville. Uh, like Paige, East Nashville is looking to go back to Chattanooga for the third straight year after falling short in those championship games both times. And uh, the Eagles just have not skipped a beat under first-year head coach Damian Harris, who came over from Pearl Cone and has done a nice job there keeping up a high standard of play for the Eagles and look for their defense to have another good game. They've got running backs, Kalen Anderson and uh, – Keith Johnson to rely on as well. And they've handled Dyersburg in the playoffs before a couple of years ago. So uh, I'm going to go East Nashville again, 31 to 20 over Dyersburg. And lastly, we've got Haywood at Pearl Cone. I'm planning to cover this game. Should be a great atmosphere there with uh, fish sandwiches, the the artificial turf there at Pearl Cone. Always a great crowd and uh, looking forward to that one for sure. And there's only one school in Tennessee that had two Mr. Football finalists, and that's Pearl Cone with running back linebacker Zion Simpson-Smith and quarterback T- Keyshawn Tarleton. Uh, they may have even been able to have a third with how much talent they have on their team. It really just speaks to the kind of year that they've had. Firebirds, of course, are 13-0 and 0 and uh, can put up points. They can, uh, they can stop. Good offenses. They've kind of shown it all, even against the schedule in the regular season, that maybe was not as tough down the stretch as some other teams. But Haywood uh, was a tough matchup for Pearl Cone in last year's semifinals. It was a great game that uh, I believe I caught it on the NFHS network, and it was just one of those crazy back-and-forth games. Uh, had a kind of a controversial ending there. and uh, But Haywood has changed a lot since then. They've got a new coach, Josh Puckett, who's doing a nice job, but they've also got a new quarterback as well after Cordero-Walker Transferred to Germantown. So I'm interested to see just how strong Haywood might be this year. They are having a, a nice season at 11 and 2, but I'm not sure they're going to stop the juggernaut that is Pearl Comb. So I've got the Firebirds taking this one 41 to 30. We will have coverage of all these games at mainstreetpreps.com. Uh, still going strong here for the end of football season. We'll have a full team out at the Blue Cross Bulls ne- <clears throat> next week as well. And we'll be back next week for one final Main Street Preps High School football preview show leading into the Blue Cross Bowls. So looking forward to that. Thank you for tuning in. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there, and we'll see you next week.
0: You've been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.